previously on Tales from the Twenty Side. To the portal! Uh, let us go and meet Captain Rokar and tell him of our success in uh, in defeating Teb Notton. Captain Rokar is is indeed there, sort of dressed in his leathers, covered in his thick fur coat. I never liked him. You haven't passed out yet from the heat? Um, I'm, I've got the window open now. Hey, he's going to survive, so, folks. So I'm hoping that uh, therefore be, it'll be quiet. Uh, the, the music stopped. There's still the occasional plane, but... Uh, That's it. Well, if we, if we get some, if, if we get some uh, extra ambience, um, I guess it saves Stu the job of editing mm. in sound effects. <laughs> the plane, boss, the plane! Mm. Yeah, if you just write in a, maybe a 747 into the story, <laughs> that would be, be nice. Find, I can find a way to make that work. Um, anyway, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, Pathfinder 2nd Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, I am your GM for this game and for others on this channel. And I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hello. Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hello. Sorry, I completely threw you there. I threw, yeah. I threw myself. Yeah. Drinking I th- water. I threw myself and yeah, I threw you by proxy. Takes a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Mr. Neil Kelly, who has yet to melt. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing Just there, Melting folks? hearts, aren't you, mm. Neil? <laughs> oh, always, yeah. Breaking. <laughs> There we go. Everyone have a nice, nice little break there. It was all right. Cup of tea. Coffee. Coffee. Can of beer. Can of beer. Swig of water. Drink of water, of course. Very important. Stay, mm. st- stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. Hydration mm. is very yeah. important in this uh, in this day and age, and in any, any day and age. Um, <laughs> there we go. It's getting toasty now. It is a bit, isn't it? Nice I'm and humid. Quite warm. Cool. Right, uh, before before we descend into talking about the weather yet again, uh, shall we crack on with the game, folks? Hey. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so when last we left off, um, three of you, Alwyn Templeton, Brother Amos, and Otto von Niederschläger, um, following the conclusion of their, um, their journey deeper into the border wood, uh, did battle with the mysterious Teb Notten, destroyed him, um, met uh, an, a rapidly dying old man on a warhorse who s- strode out of this, this winter portal and were given a task by him, a, a, an important message uh, concerning the fate of not just this region of the world where all the snow is falling, uh, but potentially the wider fate of Galarian itself. Uh, with that done, uh, you headed back to your campsite and in the morning, uh, your longtime companions, Lady Argentia and the half orc known as Tenpenny, um, 
uh, departed your company um, for, for pastures new. Um, and the three of you decided that it was time to set, set off towards this winter portal and to see, uh, well, see what awaited you on, on the other side. As, as you were moving away from, from your campsite, you encountered someone you were not expecting to see uh, this deep in the forest. Uh, Travelling with an entourage of his men, uh, you met up once again with Captain Rokar uh, of Rokar's Raiders, um, who seemed pleasantly surprised to see you, to see you alive and well, um, inquired as to how you were doing. You informed him that uh, Tevnotten had been slain. Um, you, also, you also informed him that Tenpenny uh, had been killed in the fight, as was her wish. And you said that Lady Argentia had also departed for pastures new herself. Um, uh, accompanied chatted. by her father's men, which uh, I, don't, I don't think he believed. Yes, indeed. Uh, and uh, you, you parlayed for a little longer. Um, it, was, it became quickly very apparent that um, your business between the two of you was concluded and you were about to go your separate ways. Uh, Rockar and his men uh, turned and began to head back towards the High Sentinel Lodge. And just as you were turning away yourselves in order to head to uh, the portal, um, you noticed um, a group of Rokar's men break off from the main group and head vaguely in the direction um, that Lady Argentia and Tenpenny had been heading. Uh, you decided to uh, to follow them and just make, make sure that no harm came to your erstwhile allies. And uh, as they rested underneath uh, the, shade of, the shade of an oak tree, um, Lady Argentia and Tempenny were ambushed by two of Rokar's raiders, um, who between the group of you, you brought down and you slew. Uh, you slew one, one of them, and the other is uh, at, at your mercy on the ground in front of you. And that's where we can't bring ourselves back in. So, adventurers, what would you like to do? Tie the bagger up, first of all. Hey, we need tying up. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll tie, tie him, him up. up. Before, yeah. He yeah, before he regains consciousness. Okay, uh, so Brother Amos, you, be, you, be, you begin tying uh, this bandit up. Um, give me a thievery roll, please, to see how well you can tie these, uh, these, these knots. Thievery roll. I am trained in thievery. Just, just whilst you're twelve, mm. okay. Uh, just whilst you're having, uh, whilst Brother Ramos is beginning, beginning to pick up this this fellow, uh, you see Lady Johnson and Tenpenny um, kind of both catch their breath. They sort of look around to see if there are any more threats. Uh, both sheath their weapons, and uh, Lady Johnson turns to you and says, um, "Well, it's uh, didn't expect to be seeing the three of you again so soon." It, it was a surprise to us as well. Yes, uh, well, you, came, you, um, you seem to be here at a very timely moment. Uh, where, where did these two come from? Well, we, uh, we ran into Captain Rockar and uh, we discussed uh, the business with Threpnotten and we, we agreed that our business was concluded. Um, we told him that uh, you had been taken away, uh, escorted by um, your father's men some of your father's men, and that um, Tempenny, alas, had been killed. She had died bravely in battle. 
and uh, there was nothing left of her remains. Um, we I, don't get the, I get the sense that um, the good captain did not uh, entirely buy your story. Uh, not entirely, I don't think. No, it was. We told it as convincingly as we could, but uh, yes, he seemed sceptical. But uh, he set off on his way. But as as we watched them uh, go into the distance, uh, we noticed uh, these two raiders detach themselves from his party and start heading uh, in what we knew to be your direction. So we thought we had, we had best uh, try and catch up with you uh, before they did. And well, we, it is. Um... We caught up with you slightly after they did, but nevertheless. It is, uh, I must say, it is appreciated. Um, uh, I think we could have handled them, but uh, we appreciate the assist. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Anybody hurt? I am. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, get my healers tools out and start doing a regular treat wounds okay so I spend 10 minutes uh, patching up brother Ramos uh, Lado Johnson and Tenpenny sort of set, sit, sit themselves back down uh, resuming their their little break they were having uh, when you first when you first came across them across them here what what do I get back from that little patch up uh, I rolled a 25 is a critical success a thing? Critical success, which means uh, you get 4d8 back there, Brother Ramos. 4d8. Okay. Is it 4d8 is it or is it 2d8 double? It's 4d8. 4d8, okay. Uh, you have yourself back 20 hit points there, Brother Ramos. Oh, okay, I'm back up to full. I, I think I'm getting the hang of this medicine. I think, I think you are. I think you are. Yeah, so, oh, so, yes. so the five of you are kind of, kind of resting um, as a group again. Uh, so certainly a lot, a lot sooner than I think any of you had expected when you've hearted uh, about an hour ago. Um, but yeah, uh, you do sort of tend to the wounds that uh, Brother Amos received in the fight and you patch him up good and proper. Um, just at, at about the moment that um, you're finishing up dressing those wounds, Olwyn, um, you hear a spluttering sound as the, uh, the raider who you had tied up uh, begins to come to. <coughs> um, there's a splatter as a, quite a large amount of blood is hacked up from, from him. Uh, she might not want to be spitting that out. You haven't got much left. <laughs> <laughs> so the medic. I'm always impressed by your knowledge of anatomy. Well, I'd, I'd have a lot more if you pricks hadn't cut me up, wouldn't I? You kind of bought that on yourself, he, I'm afraid. He has a point. He has a point. <laughs> Well, hang on. Yes, I'm. I'm with. I'm with Brother Amos on this one. I think you. You know, you. You launch an unwarranted attack. I mean, feel free to call me a prick again and see what happens. You're a prick. You start. Brother Amos kicks him in the face. Roll the attack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Twenty. Kill. Kill shot. All right, and roll damage there. <laughs> I, I'm apologising. Oh, and just size his healer's tools out again. <laughs> Four. Four. Uh, are, are you adding your strength to these, Brother Ramos? 
My strength? Yes. Uh, no. You should be. Oh, in that case, it's a seven. Seven. Nasty. Just to the, to, to the damage, I should be adding my strength. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, seven. Uh, yeah, you you step you, you step up to him and kind of almost with a Leonidas Sparta kick, you drive your heel uh, straight into his face. There's a horrible cracking sound as his nose breaks and more blood splatters everywhere and you hear a muffled, oh, mm. He looks up at you glaring, uh, Brother Amos, and spits a couple of teeth and a bit more blood onto the ground. Onto the ground. Is that the best you got? Oh, for God's sake, shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to... I'm going to take a couple of steps back and... and yes, uh, be, you need to be the bigger man here, Brother Amos. I think you should... Uh, Alwyn, walk, I think you should away. talk to him because I might end up killing the little fucker. Yes. Yes, yes I... Yes. Now then, um, prick. Um... <laughs> We, we've got we've got some questions for you, as you can probably imagine. Um, uh, I mean, first of all, and I think I probably speak for everyone when I say, um, uh, "What the fuck?" Yes, indeed, that is our first, my first question too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Might ask you the same thing, lying to the captain like that. Can't stand dishonest men. Makes me sick. Makes the captain sick as well. So you're, 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 you're a th thief and a raider and you have a problem with dishonest men. I can see a bit of a, bit of a problem in your work. Don't, don't yeah. you, don't moralise at me. You've just moralised at us. God, is turning into a playground, isn't it? He said, <laughs> she said. Shall I just kill him? <laughs> Maybe in a minute. Uh, my hand crossbow is still loaded, so uh, I, I'm ready to... Uh, Oblige. Maybe in a minute. I can try healing him, that might kill him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but look, um, why, why does Rokar want these dead? <laughs> well, since you did so good for us, I'll oblige with an answer. He wants that one dead, because he, he, he looks over at Tenpenny. Um, for deserting us, Captain suspected she might she might run off, and he wants that one um, motioning towards La Lady Argentia, um, because Teb Notton denied him the chance the first time. I see. Mm. She was dumb enough to come walking back into this forest. He thought he thought he'd uh, see what he could do. Right, right have, right have we heard enough? Well, no. All right. So, so in your opinion, then, as a as a professional and as an honest man, <laughs> what do you think will get Rokar off their backs? <laughs> Long as they're in this forest, nothing. So you're saying Rokar's totally unreasonable, then? I'm not saying that. I'm saying he knows That's his what boundaries. You said. I'm saying he knows his boundaries. 
knows his boundaries. So, but hang on, he doesn't own the forest. We do now. Mm. High Sentinels, you High Sentinels used to run it. They're all dead now, so now it's ours. Teb, 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 Teb comes in, thinks he runs it. He's dead. Now it's ours. Yes, but it's ours that, that, that saw off Ted. In fact, it was Tenpenny here who saw off Ted Notton, so that makes the forest hers by your logic? <laughs> well, ten, ten, ten Pennies left the Raiders, it seems. So? She has no claim to what the Raiders own. No, you mean the Raiders have no claim to what she owns? Stop talking and get this over with. I think you need to get your lawyer. <clears throat> Stop talking and get this over with. And he, glare, he glares over at Brother Ramos. Okay. Shall hang I... on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm hanging. Right, everybody over here for a huddle. I th- I think it's going to move away from the the prisoner. Okay. Uh, out of earshot. I think we should. Um, I think we should let him go. He'll run off to Rokar, who will then come and find us. And, and then we, we can, can kill all of them. Resolve this. We can. We can. We can talk to talk to the organ grinder, not the monkey. Get it all resolved and all go home and have you know um, cream tea and lemonade and you know lashings of ice cream no I disagree I disagree yes I think we should kill this one and I think uh, we should just leave Captain Rokar wondering and we should go about and and, uh, about our more important mission through the portal and uh, I don't know about Lady Lady um, and, uh, and, and Tempenny, sorry, I'm losing the power of memory. Uh, but Lady no, I, I, th- I think yes. I think we should just I think we should just stay out of Rokar's way. If we encounter him, we encounter him. But I don't I don't think we should go looking for him or um, give him any reason to believe that his scouts have been so catastrophically unsuccessful. All right, but if if that happens, mm. so we kill him or or. Or leave him incapacitated. Oh, yes. well, incapacitated. I think you know if he's incapacitated. Let's let's not let's not go around killing people. That's um. Well, I, I haven't produced flame nice. today. I'm, I'm kind of self-defense is one you thing. Fi- your fingers you are know. getting itchy. Yes. <laughs> um, but if we if we were to incapacitate him and leave him and. We go back to the portal and Lady Argenti and Tenpenny go on their way. What's to stop Captain Rokar from from finding Lady Argenti and Tenpenny and killing them? Maybe they should come with us. What's to stop him doing that anyway? I think I don't but I don't think we should seek out Captain Rokar. They don't want to come with us though. Um well the situation has changed somewhat now. They're we can ask them. Lady Argentia, Tempany, do you want to come with us? After all. Uh, and they sort they sort of look at look at each other for just a moment. Um, and she looks back uh, Lady Argentia look, looks back to you, um, Ot- um, Orwin, and she says, um, uh, thank you, but no. Um, 
Tenpenny reckons we are uh, at most a day away from being uh, out of the forest on the northern side. Um, from there, it's a short journey to the road, and um, we can either follow the road to Heldron, or perhaps we'll 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 meet some friendly faces on on their way there. You might meet some unfriendly faces as well. That's the that's the problem. But look, we can't force people to come with us. That's you know hardly fair. <sighs> at, at least now they the are aware we're... that uh, Captain Rocker is out and about and looking for them. Oh. Yes, and if he's got ten of his men with him, being aware is not going to do bugger all. Um, it's a big forest. Brother Amos, Brother Amos, we're, 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 at, a, we're at an impasse here. I mean, if it Break were up to down. me, I'd kill every last bandit in this forest. That's, um... I want Rokar's nice. head on a stick. Um... <sighs> There's a serving suggestion, or as <laughs> an entree. <laughs> no, that's that's dark. Like, should, 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 should lady, I'm here and Tenpenny. <laughs> what do you think? Will you cope? Will you manage to get out of the forest without our assistance? They sort of look over. Um, again, they 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 look at each other, and um, Tenpenny pipes up and says, um, "Yeah, well." Um, I think if it's just a couple of them at a time, like it was here, I'm sure we can we can handle ourselves. We just need to be a, a little more alert. That's all. But if they discover that their their whatever raiding party is being demolished like this, they're more likely to send larger numbers. How many did um, this group you 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 met met with Rokar? How many were there? Well, there was just Rokar and two of these undead abominations. But no, the, he had a few of his men with him. Uh, uh, how many men were there? There were six or seven in total, plus these two abominations. Uh, in, including the two skeletons, there were seven people. So there's no. Sorry, in, has, uh, sorry. I'll yeah. I'll just say it. Um, including the skeletons and Rokar, there were seven. So there were four of the bandits. Four bandits plus Rokar plus the two skeletons. So now there are there's two. Five of them left, and two of them are undead bastards. Deadies. And do you do you do you say this to, to Tenpenny? Yep. Okay. She she says to you, um Well, by the sounds of it, you know, when Isodes attacked the lodge the first time we lost a lot of men. Um I don't think Rokar's got that many got that many more. Um maybe two left left at the lodge. Including what, what you saw there. But what about those abominations? What what are they? What are they capable of? Uh, I don't know. I just I've seen Rokar um, raise them. You could say, take he takes the bar. You remember I was saying he does weird stuff with dead folk. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't remember that being said, and I'm sure I would have done, because I'd have made some sort of inappropriate comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I thank you for your for your restraint in this very serious moment, Owen. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he does. Um, he does weird stuff stuff with bodies. Um, I've seen a couple of folk who fought with the raiders. Um, they fall down, the battle ends, Rokar uh, picks them up again in that, in that form that you saw. Okay, so what's to stop him from doing that to this, this, this young lady? Well. Who's heads over there. If he, if he knows where we are now, then nothing. But he, he, he has to be here to do it. He has to... Uh, I've only seen him do it once, but he had to actually actually touch the body. And, and, and what if it's just the two of you and all five of them descend on you? Mm, that doesn't sound like Rokar to me. He doesn't, doesn't really like to get, to get his hands dirty. The fact you saw you, you saw him this deep in the forest means he was, I guess, quite serious about getting rid of Tebnotten. But uh, if I would have if I would have put a gold piece on it, and I'm not going to because I don't have one, I would say Rokar's probably gone back to the lodge. Whatever human or not dead raiders were left. Uh, they're probably fanning out different places around the forest. So by the sounds of it, I think maybe we've got at most two, maybe a couple more more to worry about. So you think you'll be all right on your own? Otto thinks you'll be all right on your own. Brother Amos, you just want us to go out there and massacre them, which is, is quite disturbing. Not all... Well, I, I quite like to punch Rockar repeatedly in the face. Yes, but for you that's massacring. <laughs> yes, I suppose it is. Um... I, I'm, I'm loath to leave you on your own, but I feel I'm getting outvoted here. But Lady Argenti, what, what do you? What's your? Uh, she, take? she, um, again, she, she looks at Tenpenny and she says, um, um, well, I, I, I must confess, what you choose to do or not do with the Raiders is not really my concern. Um, you know, as outlaws, if they are allowed to fester and grow in this forest, they will prove themselves to be quite a, quite a problem on the road in time. Um, but I'm, I'm confident that we can get out ahead of them and, and avoid any, any more encounters with them. It sounds like you're halfway between Tempany's suggestion and Otto's suggestion, and, uh, and Brother Amos is there. Yes, my, mm. my my father always said I was good at finding the middle ground. Yes. Okay. Um. 
I've heard about this democracy thing, although the idea of just anyone having a vote sounds a bit dangerous, but, um, but okay. Um, okay, we'll leave you to it, um, but, but Otto and, and Brother Amos, how about if we head back to the portal, but in the general direction, sort of almost taking a veering approach around where we think Rokar sort of might have been so that if he was chasing after Tenpenny and Lady Argentia we'd, we'd, we'd sort of bump into him that sounds perfectly reasonable to me yes yes I can I can live with that and perhaps we can just deflect him <laughs> well, 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 well we, we hope you can live with it I mean you're, you're yes uh, uh, not, not, not looking tentative. for a fight uh, perhaps we can persuade him that uh, he's balking. Oh up yes, yes. I, you know, words. Uh, and and then, I, and then once he persuades him, then perhaps our brother Amos can can kill him. I I I once had it explained to me by a scholar that the pen is mightier than the sword. Only I killed somebody with a pen once. once. <laughs> yes. Fucking sharp pen. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, Sorry. Okay. Chief. Let's. No. 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 That's uh, cool. Right. Okay. Well, you know, it's hard to say goodbye if you won't leave. So we're going to go now. Bye. Uh, <laughs> yes. It is also a little awkward uh, saying goodbye for a second time in in two hours. Uh, but yes, for what it's worth, once again, uh, it has been lovely journeying with you. And um, I do hope to. And as she's she she's starting to waffle a little bit, um, and ten, ten, ten Penny kind of tugs at her elbow, and just kind of says, um, "Come on, I, th- I think it's probably best we uh, we all just 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 go." And uh, she says, "Yeah, uh, yes, uh, I. Uh, you're you're right, Ten Penny. Yes, let us make on our way. Be be safe, all of you, and do come and see me when you are in Apara." We will look forward to it. In the meantime, we have we have your asses covered, as they, they say. They both. That wasn't yes. creepy at all. <laughs> they both. They both give you a nod. And, as they um, say in Haldron, uh, they hitch. <coughs> they hitch their packs and they and they begin moving off on in the direction that they were moving beforehand. Uh, you, yes, as a reminder, I, d- I don't think you're in anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, so, um, Lady Argentia and Tenpenny um, again start disappearing into the trees. Um, I'm sure you haven't forgotten, but you still have a bandit tied up. Oh yes, oh. got a bandit. What, what's your name? My name, Arvon. Arvon, that's a Arvon. nice name. That's a nice name, Arvon. Yes. I mean, I'm and all is, for just leaving him here. Is there a what? price on your head, Avon? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that? Um, a, a professional question. Professional interest. I see. He, he sort of looks across the three of you. All right then, pricks. What are you going to do? Oh, please let me kill him. Um, I'm going to walk over here and Alwyn will um, walk very firmly away and out of eye shot. 
Kind of. Yes, I think uh, Brother Amos, uh, be, be my guest. He just called you prick. <laughs> be my guest. He did. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant he. Arvon uh, called him a prick. Yes, I, I mean yes, did. yes. I was just yes. reminding him that, uh, as far as Arvon is concerned, he's well, a prick. Well, bro, bro, Brother I, I, I Amos, like well, because we'll ponder for a second and then just walk away. I think. Ah. I think I'm going to just leave him tied up. Okay. Let um, him suffer. As you as you step away uh, and rejoin your comrades, um, yeah, you you get no you get no discernible reaction from the from from the, from the bandit. He was sort of sort of glaring at you, um, perhaps trying to goad you into doing something rash. And as you start walking away. Um, he slumps back against the tree. He doesn't say anything things you walk off. Well, that was quiet, Brother Amos. I, I was expecting more screams. <sighs> I thought better of it. Left him. Oh! Oh, hang on. Wait here a moment. Uh, Alwyn will uh, rush back. Oh, uh, you come to do do what your friend hasn't got the balls to. Uh, he's going to get a strip of cloth from his cloak and he's going to gag him. All right. <laughs> you stuff this strip of cloth into his mouth. Yeah. Right. Leave him to it. <laughs> okay. Rejoin your fellows. Don't want him shouting for help, do we? No. Okay. Uh, so, um, as you rejoin uh, Otto and uh, Brother Amos, uh, what is your intention here, folks? Wow. So you head back to the portal, head back to um, the portal. But, but kind of on a a route that takes us roughly where we think Rokar might be coming from if he was sneaking up. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, let's have survival rolls. Um, so, yeah, let's just have have survival rolls from everyone. 13. 13. 19. 19. 14. 14, okay. Decent rolls all round there. Uh, so, between the three of you, um, you start walking back towards uh, in in a in a vaguely southerly southerly direction. Um, and as you're walking, you um, correct your course uh, to bend slightly southeast, um, as if you're kind of heading in the vague direction of the Sentinel Lodge. Um, as you you suspect that based on based on the direction that Rokar was heading, um, if Rokar did have any more uh, people out here or was coming out here further than himself it would likely be from, from that direction. Uh, so you start traversing loosely back towards, um, back towards the lodge. Um, and half an hour, 45 minutes of walking goes by. Um, you hear a couple, um, the three of you quite on edge it seems. Um, as you're walking, you, you hear twigs snapping here and there. And it seems that almost every time you turn and look, uh, there is a deer um, or some other animal uh, just picking its way through 
through the forest and no threats as far as you can see. Um, let's have perception rolls from everybody, please. Uh, sorry, actually, not, not everybody, just Alwyn. 16. Okay. 16. Uh, as, as, you're, uh, as you're kind of partially leading the group uh, back towards the path, um, just in your peripheral vision, off to the, off to the right-hand side, um, you see um, a flash of light. Do you see that? No, what? That's a, somebody flashing. Oh. In the woods. Come on. Uh, now head in that direction. Okay. Um, so you move in the direction that you saw the flash of light come from. And as you kind of step um, round a tree, uh, you see nestled... Um, in in a little hollow beneath the beneath the roots, um, you see um, you see what looks to be um, a skeleton of a vaguely canine creature. Uh, it seems to have something around its neck. Uh, examine what's around its neck. Okay. Um, as you approach. Uh, the skeleton, Olwen, you hear a slight whisper in the back of your mind. Um, give me a wisdom roll. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Um, the, the whisper starts in the back of your mind. Um, and it coalesces into a more recognisable sound. And uh, after a brief second, it, it forms into um, the howl of a wolf at midnight. Oh. And as that voice, uh, as that howl trails off, you hear another whisper um, kind of float in, into the, 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 the other side of your head uh, that just says... Master. As you do so, as you hear this, you your fingers reach out and touch this thing that's around the neck of this wolf, and you see that it's it's a wooden holy symbol of Caden Kalian. And as you touch it, um, this light shoots out from the centre of the holy symbol and coalesces in, 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 into a form of a wolf um, that is looking at you expectantly. Wow. That's something you I don't see you, every day. You, you, hmm. you, you can see it too. Hello there, yeah. boy. Hello, who's a good boy? Uh, you put out uh, the wolf makes no sound, but um, you put out your hand, and it comes and it licks your hand, and nuzzles you, Elwyn. Um, it, it's it, it's strange. You feel like you've known this creature all all, all your life. 
Uh, what I'm going to do is cup my hand ever so slightly, uh, take out the hip flask with the very last few dregs um, in it, and put a very small amount, so one portion, as it were, uh, into my cupped hand and offer it to to the creature. Okay, and with a big lick and a noisy slurp, um, the wolf licks uh, the booze out of your hand, and a second later um, gives quite a hefty burp. Oh, you a good doggy! Yes, I think. Yes, you need a name, don't you? Yes, I know. I'm going to call you Chardonnay. Okay. Chardonnay. Uh, you get no reaction from the wolf. It doesn't seem all that impressed with his name. <laughs> so Chardonnay, this is this is Otto, and this is brother Amos. <clears throat> This Chardonnay. Uh, the wolf um, sort of plod, plods away from you, Olwyn, and uh, sort of gives a sniff at the at the boots of of um, Amos and Otto. Um, and uh, uh, the two of you are, are uncertain, but 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 you swear that it gives it it nods it nods at both of you as it does so, and then it returns uh, returns to Olwyn's side. Yes, they're 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 friends, sort of. I think you've made a friend here. I have, yes. Uh, yes, yes. Alwyn, in, in case it wasn't abundantly obvious, uh, you now have access to your divine ally feature. Yes, thank you very much. And what does that mean? It means I have a divine ally. Hmm. Um, it's, it's a... Mechanically, it's one of the additional things I get now we've levelled up, you see. Right, okay. Um, for my class, uh, one of my choices. But yes, um, lovely. Gosh, I've always wanted a pet. Had a goldfish once, it didn't last. <laughs> uh, and uh, you notice, Alwyn, that as, as um, the wolf returns to your side after checking out um, Brother Amos and Otto... Um, it's this kind of radiant light that's making up m most of its body uh, kind of simmers and cools and coalesces uh, into a corporeal form of a wolf. Oh, going to have to see if we can find a brush for you. Hmm. A good and, brush. And a, and a toy, perhaps. A toy? Yes, squeaky toy. Toy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe one of those blue fey creatures. Yes. Make a good squeaky toy. <laughs> yes. Do you want to go to the portal then, boy? Do you? Oh. Do you want to go to the portal? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. One howl for yes, <laughs> two howls for no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he agrees. This is this yes. is the rest of the podcast now, folks. Just me making. <laughs> I hope you're prepared. <laughs> Oh dear! I, um, and now he's going to like really happily sort of find a stick and, and treat this wolf like it's a dog. Okay, uh, throwing uh, sticks and <laughs> uh, you you treat it like like a dog, and for the most part, the wolf is unimpressed. But uh, 
But we're it's all not repressed. ripping my throat out, so, you know. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Uh, so are you continuing on your path back towards uh, the lodge? Or, or roughly in that direction? Roughly in that direction. <laughs> yeah, sort of veering that way, but ultimately towards back towards the portal. Okay. Um, you begin motion... You, you set off once again, um, again with this wolf plodding along at your side, Olwyn. Um, and uh, yeah, after another 20 minutes or so of walking and bending in a, in a vague, uh, a vaguely southeasterly trajectory, um, you actually break through the tree line and you find yourselves looking up at uh, the wooden hut that you had previously, uh, previously. Um, encounter the doll in. Oh, I want to stay away from there. Don't go, don't go there, Chardonnay. Mm. It's a bad place. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> are, are you doing anything here or are you just moving on past it? Can we just move on? Well, actually, do you know what? We did get rid of the doll. I suppose if we were going to have a proper look at the place, now would be the time. Okay. Yes, all right. Don't blame me if we all get killed. Send the dog in first. <laughs> yes, yes. Chardonnay, Chardonnay, go, go, go search the hut. Woo! Um... And as you say this, Olwyn, um, uh, Chardonnay scampers off in toward the direction of the hill up to the hut. <laughs> this world's going to end up being like a spaniel. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. Um, What's that, Chardonnay? Alwyn's fallen down a well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Sorry, I should. Although I had the moment planned, I did not have the wolf planned. Where is where is his stats? <laughs> uh, what do you need? Um, well, speed for starters. Uh, speed is on here somewhere. I'm sure it's on here somewhere. Hmm. Forty. 40, Sorry. nice. Give me a moment to find it, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you watch as uh, Chardonnay scampers down uh, kind of the western side of the hill, um, which is where, which is kind of the back, the back end towards the exit to the, to the path you took before, and it disappears around, around the snowdrift. And you wait for a moment, and uh, about ten seconds later, um, you see appearing at, at, at the top of the hill and looking down to you. Um, you see Chardonnay uh, g gives g gives another. I, I think it's safe. Let's go. Okay, and you continue uh, following in the, in, in the footsteps of Chardonnay and soon enough you find yourselves on top of the snowy mound hill type thing 
looking over the field of boulders where um, you experienced the haunt previously, and you are standing in front of the uh, the wooden hut. I was just going to go inside. He's knows no fear. Okay. Uh, I mean, it might soon, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as as you step into the hut, you see that um, uh, oh, Alwyn didn't actually look inside before, did he? He just walked past it. Walked past, yeah, sure. Uh, so Alwyn, you see that the the, the inside of this hut uh, it's not massive. Um, it's twenty foot square. Um, the walls are completely barren, and the only thing you, that that is of any interest is this um, wooden throne type chair. Uh, dead center in the in the room, uh, looking out toward the field of ice boulders. Uh, there is nothing in it. Well, that's that mystery solved. Um, have I got it? Uh, Otto, yes. Can you can you come in come in here for a moment, please? Um, hmm. See that chair? Can yes. you do your detecty magicy thing on it? Yes, I will. I will detect magic. Okay, uh, you cast detect magic, um, yes. and as, as you kind of step step into the room and let loose this wave of magical energy, um, you detect no magic. No, there's nothing here. Okay. Well, nothing within the range of known magic, and well, magic known by me anyway. But yes, I mean, I suppose it might not be magical, it might be sort of evil doings. Evil um, doings. Evil doings, yes. Um, evil bears live in evil woods. Evil doings. <laughs> um, yes, I still wonder if it would be a good idea to burn it. I mean, you haven't burned anything in a while, Otto, so... I, I haven't, no. Um, do, do you think it's... Because it's quite a nice throne, really. Are you sure you want to just... Why don't you sit in the throne and see what happens? Yes, I think I will. I'll sit in the throne. Oh, dear. I was going to put his hand on his rapier. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't trust this. Okay, uh, Otto, so you, you approach this, this, this very plain wooden throne. Hmm. You sort of hop into it and you sit down and you sort of scooch up, scooch up so that your back's pressed against it and you've got, you've got your arms on, on the armrests. So hmm. feeling very, uh, very, very, very regal as you do so. Um, Otto, give me, give me a will save. Uh <clears throat> oh, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Uh, as you sit into uh, into the throne, um, you <laughs> uh, you sort of sit, sit, sit settle down, get get quite comfy. Sort of imagine for a moment that perhaps this is what it's like to be a, to be like to be a king. Um, hmm. And then you can't oh. move. Uh, oh. You sit. You sit in this throne, 
and just as you're uh, sort of thinking about how wonderful it is, um, you feel your muscles lock up and you become paralyzed. Um, as mm. this happens, so um, Orwin and uh, Brother Amos, you notice Otto, as he sits down, kind of his whole body clenches up. Um, and as it does so, you feel um, a familiar chill wind picking up outside uh, the hut and blowing, blowing in very, very fiercely. Right. Uh, you think as, we better get ready for a fight? As you <laughs> as you turn around, um, you see you see the air sort of whipping and whirling um, and coalescing again into these um, sort of frozen faces that you'd seen um, previously. Um, they dive straight past uh, you, Alwyn, and Brother Amos, and they slam sort of in and into and through Otto. Um, Otto, I need you to give me a fortitude save. Can I do liberating step on Otto? Um, in response to him being restrained by the chair. Uh, you can. Uh, so Otto, you can you can take another will save. Another will save. Yep. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, so as your body clenches up, um, uh, Olwyn notices this and note and. Uh, sort of flicks a little whisper of magic towards you and you focus your mind and you're able to break free of this uh, just in time to see these um, uh, these faces rushing towards you. Um, I still need you to attempt a fortitude save, please. <clears throat> Eleven. Okay. Um, at least you weren't paralysed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so as these faces slam into you, uh, there's a sort of dissipation of mist in the air around you, um, and the faces vanish as they strike you, Otto. Uh, Otto, you take 20 points of cold damage. Should have just burnt the fucker. Why don't you sit in the chair, <laughs> Otto? <it's... laughs> well... Have you ever heard of irony? Because I was saying it ironically. Yes. I expect you to go, oh, no, I don't want to sit in the chair, you know, and you then like that to so, prove my point. Otto, Otto you take, uh, <laughs> as you take this, uh, take this cold damage, um, your head is just filled with screaming. Uh, and after a second or two, um, the screams fade away into silence and you sort of um, drop to one knee on, on the floor, assume, assuming that you're still conscious. Uh, yes, I have uh, 11 hit points left. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so um, the rest of you watch this, these, spirit, the, the, these ghostly faces slam into Otto. Um, for a second, it looks like, um, it looks like they're trying to find a way into his body, um, but he, he has, he has a, a strong enough grip on life uh, that they're not able to do so. And they, after a moment, they, uh, they 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 fade away into nothing, and the screaming in your head stops. Also, why don't you just sit in the fucking chair? <laughs> <laughs> I I have a, a feet recognize spell. Hmm. That was not a spell. 
Definitely is not a spell. I, I suspect it wasn't, but I thought just in case. Can I take a religion roll to see what it might have been? Like? Um, you can. Um, actually, it wouldn't be religion. It would be more occultism. Uh, which I'm not trained in, so... Uh, I am trained in occultism. Okay. Uh, you may also Ooh. give me a roll, Brother Amos. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, Alwyn? Oh, sorry, I, w- I wasn't going to do it because I'm not trained. Oh, I see. I mean, you, you, you can make the roll, but it's going to be a high DC okay. for you. Okay, and it's, I'm on minus one, so... Uh, yeah, rolled 11, so 10. Okay. Uh, Brother Amos, yours was a 17? Yeah. Okay. Um, whilst you don't know much about the specifics of this this phenomenon, um, you are aware that um, sometimes through trauma or magic or, or other means, usually through trauma, um, spirits can be bound to this world against their will. Um and when such a thing happens, uh, it manifests itself as a phenomenon known as a haunt. So are they bound to the, the throne? Uh, you don't know. With, with that occultism role, you don't know. You, I you, we can make an assumption. You, 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 you know of this, of this phenomenon, but you don't know all that much about it. Okay. Uh, I think we should just burn the hut to the ground. <laughs> Otto, you you were against burning the hut because it's a nice hut. Do you still feel that way? No, I uh, I'm looking forward to burning it as soon as I feel a bit better. Okay. Yes. Well. Uh, well, if you're not feeling well, why don't you have a sit down? Oh no, wait. <laughs> 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 Let's um. I think yes, burn it down and then I'll take you away and I'll I'll give you a bit of a healing. Make oh, you feel all better. Burning it down will make me feel better, yes, so I will produce flame. Yes, it's not in a practical sense. It won't make you feel better. Well, you never know. Just emotion emotionally. Emotionally, emotion's very important. Yes. yes. So I will produce flame. Okay. <laughs> And is the intention just just to burn the hut to the ground? Yes. Okay. Um, it's going to take a little while. Um, the hut is constructed of um, it's it's fairly well 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 constructed of you know reasonably thick thick logs. Um, mm. So it is going to take a bit of time to to, to, to fully set it burning, um, uh, particularly as uh, produced flame. Although it's although it's magic, it's not um, all powerful. Uh, so hmm. you, you, you do have to work at it a little bit. Um, haven't you got other fire spells you can use that might do it more quickly? Arto, you look like you're struggling there. Um, well, th- th- this, will, this will do it. Um, but uh, not really, no. Um, so over the course of um, about 10 minutes, uh, Otto uh, sort of 
it's it, it's weird. It's almost ritualistic in fashion as, as Otto moves around the hut, uh, sort of setting fire to strategic. Put my teeth in. Try again. Strategic places around the hut, and um, yeah, to, toward the end uh, end of this ten minutes, uh, the whole hut is beginning to smolder, and uh, as you uh, as you pop one last ball of produced flame onto an area above the door, um, it catches something on the the innards of of, of the wood, and uh, the whole thing begins to burn. And it warms me up. It does warm you up. Warm the cockles of your heart. Yes, but also I was suffering from twenty. I'm suffering from twenty points of cold damage. So, <laughs> uh, yes, warm I think I might be able to. Um, I might be able to help with that. Um, I will start a standard treat runes. Okay. Uh, 25. Sure. Uh, so that's 48 back to you, Otto. What, what does 48, uh... I roll it. Uh, uh three, four, that was really shit. Six. I get six <laughs> back. Six points back. On 48? Wow, 48. <laughs> two ones and two twos. Oh, no. Fantastic. How unlucky is that? Pretty unlucky, but but I haven't killed him, so you know. There we go. It's pros and cons. Indeed. Sw- sw- swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, as as you, as you sit there tending uh, to Otto's, um, he, he he doesn't have any any injuries, so so so, so to say. Uh, but you sort of um, you notice his skin is kind of cracked and showing a, a lot of the early signs of frostbite, uh, which you treat and you do warm him up as best you can. Um, and as you sit there treating Otto's wounds um, with the hut burning in the background, uh, that is where we're going to end for that session. Oh. Yeah. Uh, bro- mm. I see, uh, Brother Amos was going to offer to help by punching a little bit to see if I <laughs> get the oxygen flowing a bit more. It feels good to see the back of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Could have burnt it the first time. Should have done this. <laughs> Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. <laughs>